This program is brought to you by Worldwide Business Intelligence. To fast track your prosperity, your freedom, and your purpose, go to www.pfp.expert, where we have three exceptional videos that are going to help change the way you think about business forever and the way you see success. But I want you to understand that we're at one of the most sacred ancient buildings in the world. In fact, this building here, this whole complex was a city encompassing about 1.2 million people. And it was in the year, uh, late in the 11th, sorry, 12th century, about 1180 when Angkor Wat was actually built by a phenomenal king with vision, King Number 7. And so what was King Number 7's creativity in order for him to build the largest city on earth? As I said, 1.2 million people. And I want you to understand the size of this thing, which was 400 square kilometers, approximately 20 kilometers by 20 kilometers. At the same time in history, London had only about 70,000 people and was just a small little dot on the map. So as we go through this leadership program, we're going to be starting with creativity and we're going to be looking at things like collaboration, connection, community, contribution, and of course, that other magic one, cash flow. You're going to hear from Dave and I little sound bites on each of those particular topics and what I think you should do is just take a pen and paper and make some little notes as we go through this program which we're going to film over the various places here in this wonderful um, city of Angkor Wat just make down the notes of the things that you need to attend to in the next week and the next month that's going to make you an amazing leader just like King number seven was back here in Cambodia. The first thing about creativity in any business venture is actually coming up with the idea. Now, most people say that they're not very creative. Well, that's not true. Even if you've been stuck in the office, just doing numbers and spreadsheets, looking at a computer for a number of years, you still have a lot of unborn creativity. But you may need a stimulus or a, or a place where that creativity can come out. That's called a brainstorming session. Now, in many businesses, the best way to actually do and create a brainstorming session. If you're an entrepreneur, one of the ways to do it is that you might get a number one client in there, you might get a business partner in there, you might get an advisor like an accountant or a coach in there, somebody who knows your business, or you might get somebody else in your industry, and you may bring in somebody who actually doesn't really know anything about your business at all, because they've always got fantastic insights. So you grab a whiteboard and you just start throwing some ideas around. So let me give you an example of brainstorming. Imagine it's the 1950s and we've got Shell Oil and they're mining in the Arctic. Well, where their base was from where they were mining is actually a long way and they didn't have cell phones in those days. In fact, they had communications through uh, telegram poles with wires on them. And every night there would be some ice that would form on the wires, the wires would break, break in communications. So they had a brainstorming session where they brought a number of the engineers and senior management in. And one person said, well, what we've got to do is we've got to shake the poles, which will keep the ice off the poles. The second person said, well, the best way to get the poles shaken is to use something that's local. Maybe, for instance, a polar bear could shake the poles. The third person said, how do we get the polar bear to shake the poles? I know, we'll put fish on the poles. If we put fish on the poles, then the polar bear will shake the poles. The fourth person said, well, how do we get the fish on the poles? I know, what we'll do is we'll drop the fish on the top of the poles by helicopters, and then the polar bears will shake the poles. And the fifth person said, well, why don't we just fly the helicopters along the line 
line and the rotors and the vibration of that will shake the ice off the poles. So that's what they did every morning at the time when the ice formed, they'd fly a helicopter down the line and back and shake the ice off the poles. So the concept of brainstorming is a concept of not judging what's going on, but just allowing ideas to flow until it gets into a natural flow where you actually solve the issue. So if you're somebody who's not particularly creative or feels that way, or even if you're somebody who is highly creative like myself, it's great to have another few people to throw things around with in a brainstorming session because that's where your answer might happen. The next part of the creativity process, once you've got that original idea that you may have developed through a brainstorming session, is to go into mind mapping. Now, mind mapping is where you put the idea central. Just imagine it's in the middle of my screen here. And then you start to look at everything that's around that. For instance, if I had a, an idea to build Anchor Watt, one of the things that I might come up with is I'm going to need labor to do that. I'm going to need stone to do that. I'm going to need plans to do that. I'm going to need the financials to do that. So I might come up with four key things that sit around my idea that I need to address. Then what I do is I expand each of those things out. So the first one was labor. So I might have um, using my own people, I might have borrowing people from another country, I might have volunteers. So there might be three or four things that comes off that little mind map. Over here, um, it might be the financial aspects. So on the financial aspects, I might have to borrow money. Then I've got cash flow management issues. I've got the issues of actually um, when to pay different accounts and things like that. So by the time you finish mind mapping this out, what you're going to have is you're going to have a page, and it's great to do this sort of thing on a whiteboard and take a photo of it with your iPhone or on an A3 piece of paper so you've got room there for all the different parts of the actual mind map. Then what you can do is you can put those different aspects of the mind map into a project plan using some project planning software. You know, Microsoft has project planning software, but there's also many, many different free types of software available on the web. That way you can take your mind map and put it into an automated process that you can project manage over a certain period of time to make sure that your idea becomes a reality. A couple of years ago, Richard Branson was talking about creativity. And the single biggest thing that he said about being creative in this day and age is, in fact, not to build something from scratch, not to go out and actually design your own anchor watt necessarily, but what to do is to repackage some things that you've already done. You've already done a lot of great work and there's been a lot of fantastic ideas to get you where you are in your business. So if you want to create a new product or service, you might look at repackaging your existing existing products and services that you have here. For instance, as I stand here, right behind where the film is being taken, there's a little market. They're selling coconuts. You can buy coffee there. You can even have breakfast, and behind that is, is a temple. So instead of bringing in more stalls, selling more products and things like that, maybe combining these things into a package whereby for $5 you can get a coconut, you can get a coffee, you can get a souvenir, you can get a book.
talk and that sort of thing. That's repackaging. So that's one way of just utilizing your existing resources to actually go back to your customers with a new way of doing things. In our business, even though I am shooting this video for a leadership program, we may repackage this one section here that I'm talking about repackaging into another program. So we may be utilizing the same material again and again and again in different ways and different formats. For instance, if I wanted to just put a video series together on creativity at any stage, I already have some excerpts that you've been watching right now that I can repackage into that. They may need to be re-edited, they may need to have a, a different voiceover or something else put onto them. Maybe there's a workbook that needs to be created or maybe some other content drawn out of that. Repackage, don't create new. To finish up our section on creativity, I've got a little exercise that I'd like to share with you. If you've been involved with our material for some time, you would have come across the concept of quantum. Quantum is the seventh sense. Of course, we have the five senses of sight, sound, touch, taste, and smell. The sixth sense is intuition and gut feel. The seventh sense is called quantum. It's where the universe just delivers messages for you. And most of us have turned that off all of our lives. But everything you want exists just out there in the ether. So the concept of quantum and quantum creativity is actually bringing that into your frame of reference now when you want it to. So here's a little exercise for you to do on quantum creativity. Firstly, set an intention for this, i.e. If you've got a problem at work, maybe it's a problem of how do you bring this new product to market and you need a creative idea. What you would do is you will write down the problem as full as what you can and then write down answer and just leave that blank. Then you can do one of two things, but this is a little exercise because it's fun. It's actually somehow I passed high school doing this same sort of exercise. Once you've got it written down, put it underneath your pillow. Then when you go to bed, just before you go to sleep, do a little meditation. And by meditation, for those of you that haven't meditated before, that means deep breathing, getting at one with your breath, clearing your mind of the daily thoughts, getting into a peaceful situation. Yes, you can focus on the intention that you've said in that question that you've written. Don't worry about if you fall asleep because the answers are going to come through. When you wake up the next morning or at some stage during your meditation, you may just find that you have a little message. It could be cryptic because when you first use quantum techniques, those messages uh, take some deciphering. So for instance, let's just say that your problem might be bringing that new product to market. And let's say when you wake up in the morning, the number one thing you think of is, oh my God, I've got to get up, I really want a coffee, right? Coffee is just in me. And let's say you normally don't even drink coffee first thing in the morning. That to me would be a little bit of a quantum message. And I'd be saying, okay, how am I going to bring this product to market through coffee? And the answer might be to have a coffee meeting with your five biggest partners or five biggest distributors now. And through having that coffee meeting with them, they might give you the answer to bringing that product to market. So here's our little quantum exercise again for you to do. It's a fun little exercise. Write out your problem or issue as a problem or issue on a piece of paper. Write down answer underneath it. Put it underneath your pillow when you go to bed. Do a little meditation as you go off to sleep in the morning. See what drops in for you and use some of that quantum creativity. Even mind map that out a couple of steps and you may have the answer to some problems that you've been dealing with for some time. This program is brought to you by Worldwide Business Intelligence. 
To fast track your prosperity, your freedom, and your purpose, go to www.pfp.expert, where we have three exceptional videos that are going to help change the way you think about business forever and the way you see success.